Hello from the State Bar of Michigan Annual Meeting 2016 in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm Joanne Hathaway. I'm Tish Vincent. And I'm Linda Rexer. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here. Today we're talking to Linda Rexer, who is the Executive Director for the Michigan State Bar Foundation. Welcome, Linda. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. We're interested in hearing from you about the Michigan State Bar Foundation and some of the activities that are happening and we think would be of interest to the State Bar of Michigan members and other attorneys around the country. Thank you. I'm just always delighted to talk about the uh, Michigan State Bar Foundation, which is nearly uh, 70 years old and has been doing charitable work for all that time. Uh, Some people call us the charitable arm of the bar, but it's a separate uh, charitable corporation that primarily funds Uh, gives grants and does funding and leadership to advance access to justice. And uh, a lot of the the, uh, funding goes for nonprofit civil legal aid programs around the state, but just a range of access to justice work. And there's a lot of it that would be of interest to, I think, state bar members. Absolutely. I I was able to be at the awards dinner last night where you were granted the Robert P. Hudson Award and heard some of the statistics about what you've done in your term as the executive director. Could you share some of your accomplishments? Well, I think thank they're you. very remarkable. Yeah. Thank you. I, uh, it's been a great privilege. I've been executive director of the foundation for 30 years, and so uh, that's given me a great opportunity to work on lots of things that have improved the justice system in our state. But of course, no one does that alone. And, uh, and one of the reasons I love to talk about a few of these things, and I'll mention some specifically, is because in Michigan, there, the genius is this great culture of collaboration led by our great State Bar of Michigan. And I, I, in all of my national work, I'm always proud to mention that I'm from the State Bar of Michigan because it's really known as a leader and visionary and has been part of every meaningful access to justice advancement since that I can remember, as well as the, the providers, the nonprofit civil legal aid programs and the courts. Everyone in this state works on many things. And uh, so so maybe I could just give you a couple examples of those things. Mm-hmm. That would be um, wonderful. Good. Yeah. So starting with uh, why this is a very good day, I just came to this podcast from the State Bar's Representative Assembly, and that's the highest policymaking body of elected lawyers uh, for the bar. And we uh, presented, I was part of a team that presented on an issue that we've been working on for a while called limited scope representation. And that's where a lawyer is allowed to do a discrete task or perhaps one small part of a case. Uh, but, but the rules in Michigan are silent on that. And so lawyers um, uh, feel that they have to represent the entire case. And what that does is put legal representation uh, kind of out of reach of uh, not only low-income people, but some other moderate-income people. Uh, and, and since there are so many people representing themselves these days, we know 
that there are lots of folks that can do some of their case themselves. And, uh, and without limited scope representation, without rules that authorize that, uh, they can't get legal help with anything. But now that we have this adopted, and it'll go to the Supreme Court for their consideration, but it exists in 30 other states because then uh, a self-represented person can get help with the critical part of their case. And they go to court having some legal help as opposed to no legal help. And that's wonderful all around for the courts, for the clients, for the lawyers and lawyers because the practice is changing so much. Uh, Technology-driven uh, systems and new generations of clients who are used to um, doing things themselves and can do some things themselves. It's a change that all of us uh, really already are seeing, but it's much better when you have the kind of leadership that, that the Rep Assembly just exercised and are ahead of it and are trying to make sure that we can produce the, the tools that make it ethical and high quality for everybody. So you can see that I'm really excited about this particular yes. thing, but it's there have been dozens of things like this over the years that... Um, um, I, you know, I would be here till midnight, and uh, I'll try not to do that to you. Uh, but other, uh, the couple of other things would be um, the uh, wonderful, wonderful, um, award-winning Michigan self-help program, which uh, it kind of follows on what I was just talking about. Um, there are so many people who can't afford a lawyer and have to handle civil cases by themselves. And by the way, the limited scope work was. Uh, uh, that, that I just talked about is limited to civil cases, uh, mm -hmm. where you know you don't have a right to counsel, you don't get an appointed counsel. So we're trying to fill a big justice gap, and that justice gap uh, is producing a lot more um, self-represented persons in courts, and um, judges do their best, but. Um, what we've done in Michigan in the last five years is start the Michigan Legal Help Program, which is an interactive website. It has two parts, mm -hmm. an interactive website and uh, affiliated local self-help centers where non-lawyers help people navigate that website and find lo local resources. And so uh, it's remarkable. It's a little bit like TurboTax. If you go online and you fill out, you answer some plain English questions, you don't really see the court forms, which to a non-lawyer can be, to lawyers can be inscrutable sometimes. And you don't see those because what the plain English answers that you put in, in this website, populates the court forms that you need. And you can print them off and go to court. It also tells people that um, there are way there are complex cases where this might not be appropriate, you might want to find a lawyer. And that's one of the interesting things about developing resources for self-represented people, because half the time they learn a lot about why they need a lawyer. Mm -hmm. But in any event, it connects so. the dots a, mm -hmm. a whole lot more. And Michigan now, I'm so proud of this, is third in the country, behind only New York and California, in the number of automated documents generated for self-represented persons. So uh, it's wonderful. That's very impressive, considering they're much larger states than yes. Michigan. Yes. Absolutely. Right. Isn't it true that in Michigan, we are generating approximately 250 
forms a day. Is Sets that an accurate number? It's 250. It, it's, I, I don't know if 250, but it's over 200, and it is sets of forms. So, for example, oh. in a divorce case, you could have one set that has 11 forms populated in it. But I want to point out that the Michigan Legal Help uh, site, which is now in Spanish also, um, has not just the forms, but a lot of information toolkits and checklists and articles and things that are written in plain English and at a sixth grade level so that people can learn how to prevent or mitigate their problem. You don't have to be going to court to get this sort of help. And there are some tools even beyond the forms. So for example, if you want to get your security deposit back from your landlord, it will help you generate a letter to do that. And uh, they're just wonderful, wonderful resources, probably hundreds of non-legal community organizations are linked that you can find if you're if you need a protective order and you're a victim of domestic violence first of all a big warning comes up and says don't use your home computer for this and you can go to libraries and lots of other places where they work with us to to help people navigate this site but then um, it's you know there's a, you might need a lot of other help your legal problem is one thing that indicates you might need other resources so you might need a shelter you might need to move you might, you know, so there, it's a wonderful way of connecting all those dots. Well, and it sounds, sounds like with the uh, furtherance of the limited scope representation and in connection with Michigan Legal Help, that is going to be uh, a huge step in moving forward with the advancement of providing legal services to those people in need. Yeah, I think that's right. They they go together because, and it is wonderful when you have a good uh, system of nonprofit uh, resources for self-represented litigants. That will also provide a platform to find a limited scope attorney once those are authorized, along with the state bar who will, I know, uh, provide their usual help in finding, get, getting the kind of legal help people need when they need it. With the lawyer referral service, it kind of dovetails in with the lawyer referral service. It does, service. and the SeekBeak uh, directory, yes. all of that. And that's the, as I was mentioning before, the wonderful collaboration um, makes it possible for us to cover all the bases because we work so closely together. Silos don't work anymore. It's no. a different world, and the bar in this state knows it's a different world, and that's why in the country they're a leader in futurism. Absolutely. Yes, it's, they're very cutting edge with that, I think, and, and it is, it is and a I, good time to yeah. be involved yeah. with them. Yes, right. Well, thank you, Linda. This has been extremely helpful. We're wondering if you could provide your contact information for our listeners should they want to contact you in the future. Sure. Email is probably best, linda at msbf.org. Um, or if you want to contact the foundation, it's just info at msbf.org. And we welcome uh, all questions and uh, input. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guest, Linda Rexer, for joining us today. And we also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you learned today, please rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. 
Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Uh.